0: Torbary Patch
1: What? Just chuck that over at reception for me, please, sure. that box of Quigley's.
0: Yes, yes, yes. We haven't been in the studio for a couple of months now, so it's, I mean, we're usually pretty rusty, and we use that excuse a fair yeah. bit, but I think it's fair to say that we're going to be a little bit rusty today. Yeah, absolutely. Fortunately, we've got a really good guest on the podcast. We've An got... Oh, favourite. Jean-Francois JT. Tremblay. Was it JF? JFJT? JF, JF, Jean-Francois JF. Tremblay. Mm. Mate. It's a, it's a tongue ah, twister. Um, but he's the podcast go-to peptide man.
1: Peppi Lapeuse. Call, uh, call them what they are, Tom.
0: Yeah. So there's a lot of interesting stuff going on in the world of peptides. Mm-hmm. And we have spoken to him before, and we covered the the TB500 yep. and the BPC157. Our uh, whole favorites. So we're going to start there again because there are some significant updates in the world regarding those two compounds. He's been doing a lot of consults with doctors yeah, in the uh, United States.
1: Well, he originally started his doctor consult with us, yeah, <laughs> because we're doctors, <laughs> yes, we're that's professors, right. in fact, that's right, we're peptide authoritars.
0: But there's an update in terms of dosages, oh. and this is interesting oh. because yeah. basically he's found with with these that you know the, they've done some really high doses to test the toxicity, mm. mm-hmm. haven't really found a limit of that. The Dubois method, and, and this, this took is, a leaf out is, of my book, yeah, absolute Dubois method. and He's also found hasn't found a point of diminished returns in efficiency either. So, mm. or, or, so really interesting. Well, it
1: looks like the Dubois method was ahead of its time. Absolutely.
0: So mm. we've got those two compounds. Then and we go into and I think
1: the TB and BP C or have a universal application. Seem like the type of peppies that you just run those damn things twenty four seven. There's just benefit every any which way you look at it. That's so that's right.
0: why we wanted to. Because there's a lot of qu- I get a lot of questions about those mm. ones, and I
1: squint as well when people talk. <laughs> to Tommy was just squinting yes. at saying, Yes, hey, yes.
0: Yes, and then we go into some really interesting new stuff that he's got uh, yeah. happening. Stuff that you can purchase from his Can Labs website. Statin lift lift the
1: old lid on myostatin.
0: The old uh, MOTS C oh, yeah, the MOTS for C, yeah. uh, mitochondrial function. Uh, yeah. uh, we had Luke Lehman on here many episodes ago, mm. and he's he was predicting that mitochondrial function will be the next big. Wave of mm. uh, voodoo yes. in the fitness industry, and I get a yes. feeling that he might be right. Uh, yeah. we'll, we'll look at that. He's ahead of his time. Make Will note of that. Him? Make note of that. We'll come we, back to it. We, in another we hear, episode. heard
1: it here on the on the, the program. Yes, um, oh, that
0: was yes, terrible. That was Can you give me another yeah, one, I'll, there, mate? I'll, I'll just yeah. twiddle the just knob here. Uh, no, it's dead. it's dead. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Better. 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 Sorry,
1: guys, just bear Let's with us.
0: There, hear that? That's professionalism.
1: There we go. Nah, there we one go. for the third time, lucky. Yeah There we go. Great, great, great. <laughs> uh, Three okay. things and
0: you're out. <laughs> so that's JF. Anyway, we'll be with him really, really shortly. We've shortly. got a little bit of ideas. He's just sitting at the other side of the desk. So we'll be right with you, Jay. <laughs> and T Crossing to do. Right. Broderick Chavez, the evil genius. Chavez, yep. He comes to Australia every year in March.
1: Well, it's his uh, home away from home.
0: So Broderick is coming out to Australia again and. March? Tasmania. Hmm. This is with a, a good friend of both of ours. And a good friend of the podcast, Justin yep. Smith from Iron Warrior Performance. Yep. You and Brods are going down to Tasmania we on are. the 14th of March. So it's a, a Saturday, the 14th of March, the, the weekend before the Arnold's. Saturday, the 14th of March. Now, you're looking at uh, pharmacology and how to optimize it, hormones mm-hmm, and interactions, mm-hmm. blood work and key indicators of health, hypertrophy and fat loss what works from experience and practical applications mm. it's an advanced seminar so some prior knowledge to a few of these areas yeah. is probably going to help you out a little bit yep but Justin Smith has rallied the troops down there and has yeah. organized um, it's a really a good stru- system, yeah, yeah up that way a really good structure for the day so yeah. that's exciting if you'd like to get tickets to that or you're in Tasmania and you haven't heard about it yet Mm events.teamevilgsp.com so events.teamevilgsp.com for all the information about that it's actually very exciting there's a bit of content on that website as well Mm -hmm. some uh, videos of yourself and Brod's uh, talking. Okay, so no that's temptation. Tasmania. That's, ex- yep. that's exciting. You and Brod's down there. That, that'll be good. I mean, if you're Yeah, that'll be fun. There's a lot of uh, bodybuilding that goes on down there. And, uh, you know, if you're in Well, you got world. two heads down there, though, Tom. <laughs> I'll be talking to... Uh,
1: we'll have uh, 10 attendees, but it'll be 20.
0: 20, all up. that's right. we we'll talking to both heads. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be
1: heckling me from both
0: sides of their body.
1: Yeah, nice one, mate. Yeah. I like that.
0: Uh, yeah, so you and Brod's in the one yep. room talking to all that kind of stuff. Talking that'll shop. Be, that'll be meat and nuts. Great, mm-hmm. great, great. Okay. I'll be
1: guiding... I'll be doing what you're going to do at the other seminars. Okay. I'll be trying to keep him on a tight leash.
0: Uh, Sydney. Yep. So Sydney on Tuesday the 17th, you and I and Brods will be doing a live stream. Yeah, well, we're inherently very, very good at live performances. I mean, <laughs>
1: just recall the... Uh, forget what happened at Doherty's afterwards, but recall the, uh, the Fitness Expo in Melbourne. Oh, uh, yes. I know you've sort of blanked that out of your mind, but you and I had the mic... Dane let us do our thing? It well, no, he didn't actually. He kept talking over of us <laughs> and uh, contradicting what I was
0: saying. But, but yeah. we, we've had a live audience before and it was uh, good times. Ahead. So the, the concept here is, Roden, is we've got a three, three or four-hour window. Mm-hmm. And the idea is to have a, a small live mm. audience and yep. we're going to do a live stream. Mm. We're going to do a, a, an international worldwide mm. live stream mm. of uh, Under the Bar and The Evil Genius covering uh the topics that can't be covered mm-hmm. so we can't even really promote this no you know which saves us a lot of work uh <laughs> you, you'll have, have to uh, you'll have to sign some sort of non-disclosure yep. to be a part of it
1: yeah and you'll be blindfolded and have earmuffs on so you can't actually see or hear anything but you can come along and yeah. you'll be part of the uh, footage but there'll be no footage <laughs> that's <laughs> just right. audio yeah. so it's gonna be a great seminar some of the, um, our best work i think
0: yeah um I mean, it's not going to take too much lateral thinking to, to yeah. think about what we're talking about. Or the elephant in the room. Yeah, but it's going to be very, very specifically targeted Performance. in three key areas, mm. and there will be uh, details on, on how to do Woe to, yeah. go. Woe to go, go. go. Go to Woe. Yeah. Go to or Woe or Woe to Go, whatever. Yep. And we're going to stream the whole thing mm. live. It's going to be a heavy
1: uh, stream. Are we case case studies yes, as well that's how be, we're gonna
0: it will be very there's a there's a poll that is out at the moment which is being circ- <laughs> circulated
1: <some> <laughs> <laughs> a poll out at the moment can <laughs> <laughs> some of your best work and then a package oh, out and yeah. a poll up uh, yeah um,
0: quickly yeah there's a poll out there and uh people are we've got bodybuilding and powerlifting at the top of it yeah and uh, i think track and field and then mma but we're going to be picking some very specific uh, case studies. Cherry picking. And yep. then giving a full periodized breakdown as mm. to a the, short back the, f- the pharmacopoeia that would be applied under those circumstances. So yeah. it's,
1: uh, Plus, the, uh, I'm assuming touching on the other, the the other bits and, b- pieces and, pieces and pieces along the way. Go, go and uh, it, uh, yeah. those that do attend will be q and i am assuming. So yep. if you do come along, bring some questions, some hard-hitting questions, you really put uh, broads on, on the spot.
0: And so our role will be steering him along. Yeah, absolutely. We'll be narrating uh, and seeing that. Okay, so tickets for Tasmania mm-hmm. events.teamevilgsp.com. Mm-hmm. And for yourself and myself, we will be giving out more details a little closer Deets. to the event. But yep. uh, Just finalizing
1: yeah. venue. Once that's uh, Once squared away, that. we'll
0: uh, we'll throw that up on yep. our social media. But well, that's exciting stuff. Awesome. Right, more that. I dotting T crossing. One final thing Ian Danny, who was on yep, the yep. podcast. Yeah, episode one eleven. So I'm a few episodes back, uh, really good episode. If you haven't had a listen to it, please do. Some of
1: our, some of our best work. I think we let him talk most of the time. That's probably why
0: he was kind enough to send us out some samples of some of his Mate, products.
1: We, we got a, well, yeah, it was like a picnic basket full of something. overly generous, but
0: uh, so yeah, you can we really go to uh, Optimum EFX. Yep to uh, have a look at the supplement website because you know he's got he's he obviously got the background in biochemistry, yep. very good with the supplement kind of thing. So he, well, sent, he us. sent us out some um, <laughs> essential amino acids. He's got yep. a Just Essentials product. Just so your basic bread and butter essentials. Yeah. You took that one. Yep. I had the Amino Matrix. So that's also essential amino acids, but it's got some whiz-bang performance style yep. things. Actually, let's have a look at some of the ingredients that go mm. into this. Apart from your essential amino acids, you've got the citrulline malate, the l aspartic oh, yeah. acid, mm-hmm. L-tyrosine, L-carditine, some betanine, various bits and pieces in mm. there. So that was a really good one. I enjoyed plus that product, all AIs, so plus yep. all the essentials. Then he gave us a pre-workout and post-workout. He's got a little neuro on yep. and neuro off product range. These were really good. Yeah. I like these.
1: And the Neuro Off also applicable uh, post-training, but also uh, pre-bed. Pre-bed. So it's uh, got all the good stuff.
0: The Neuro On, because he's not a massive fan of caffeine. No. uh, Stims.
1: I don't think he really likes stims. Yeah. He
0: made the point that those who benefit most from caffeine are actually those who need it the least. Mm. And most of us are all obviously addicted to caffeine. So it's basically bringing us back to baseline as opposed to enhancing our performance. So his his pre-workout doesn't have a lot of caffeine, but it does have l L-tyrosine, uh-huh. alpha-GPC, Dopamine, uh, choline, um, theocrine, panthony. hoopazine. so some things that... Lots of eens in there. I, yeah, that I really... Just went with all the eens. ...stimulate more of a focused, mm. tranquil mm. energy, if mm. I can... If the your eyeballs went really bright when you said focused, <laughs> and then they went squinty when you said... Twi- so that was uh, a really... Tranquil. a very effective uh, the pre-workout formula. Yep. I enjoyed that. The Neuro Off, Rodin that you mentioned post-workout or pre-bed yep. show us what's in that uh, let's one. let's have a right? look at some of the bits and pieces in here glycine let me in- just tick yep inositol yep. magnesium beautiful special magnesium blend ashwagandha root mm-hmm. Is valerian uh, some in there passion well? flower some valerian uh-huh. l-theanine tried and tested ingredients but mm. in the uh, dosage and combination that most effective for uh lowering cortisol mm. and all that sort of stuff so Beautiful. Great. We appreciate that from me and Danny. They were really good products. Yeah, I check would it out. Uh, yeah, absolutely recommend them. Go to optimumefx.com for that. Awesome. Right. Should we go to JF? Let's go to Let's JF. Talk some pepula pews. <laughs> Righto, JF, you've just mentioned that you've been doing a lot of consults with doctors in the US mm. and that there's a burgeoning peptide industry over there. What sort of areas of, uh, well, reasons for these prescriptions are coming up? Is it anti-aging, injury repair, and, and what sort of compounds are you consulting with these guys on?
2: Well, I would say that still the, the main ones... Uh, as of today or bpc157 and uh, tb500 we'll talk about the nomenclature of uh, tb500 which is actually it's time is in beta 4 and it's becoming more and more accepted uh it's mainly those yep. because well those are the ones you get the most uh, bang for your buck basically they uh I, you know, I don't know if I should say that, but they're, they're almost moron proof. You know, mm. if somebody comes to see you with this, okay, take those two. If they come with that, you know, it, it reminds me. I had a teacher in the university, and he, he was a specialist of the liver metabolism and uh, at the master level. And he was always tell us, he said, if, if in an exam you don't know what to answer, <laughs> he said, just put the liver, you know. It's happening in <laughs> the liver. So, not, not Ninety percent of the time, you'll be right. Yeah. So uh, with those two peptides, they're so wide in what they they cover and do that, uh, well, they're, they're used all the times. You know, there are other peptides, but they, they're still kind of support that main therapy of BPC-157 and, and time as in beta 4. They're still the main ones. You get the most effect uh, with a lot of things. Of course, there are other ones, but there are still those two. But generally, the big questions, and I'm sure that your listeners will be interested, it's in the dosages. Yes. Mm. And, and uh, for the past couple of years, I've been very Okay, because I, I have a company that sells peptides, so I, I feel bad telling people take high dosages because you know I don't want them to think that I just want to sell my products. Mm. But it turns out that, uh, okay, for example, I, I, I wouldn't go that high, but there is one study. They wanted to find the toxicity of thymazin beta-4, and they gave to humans uh, up to... 1.26 grams of thymain beta4 per day for 14 days to see if, and nothing happened. you know at the end they stop, they say, well, we won't go further than that. It seems like there is absolutely no side effects. Mm. Nothing wrong is happening, so we're cool with that. So uh, I, that I think I mentioned the, the, there is uh, the more you take, the more effect you you'll get. And probably, again, there is a diminished return at one point, mm-hmm. but I didn't see it yet. And let me tell you, I've been using those dosages those that most people, they would say, well, probably because it's, it, then it becomes more expensive, but that's used for extreme therapies. Yeah. But like 50 milligrams of Thymazin beta 4 per day, 25 milligrams per day. Of BPC, you take those two together for a few days, then you go down a bit. You know that that's kind of uh, to kickstart the, the process, but it's at that uh, high dosages that you see the the magic happen, basically uh, something healing. And at the end, it's not that much more expensive because instead of taking six to eight weeks to heal, then you're gonna have everything done in a couple of weeks. Yeah. So yeah. you use more, but for less time.
1: Right. Uh, okay, so I might just jump in mm. there, Tommy. So for our listeners, uh, interesting. There seems to be a lot more interest in the peptides, like you said, from a lot of doctors in the U.S. and you're consulting. But it seems to be around predominantly the BPC-157 and the TB-500, uh, a couple of peptides that we've discussed uh, in some detail on the program uh, previously. For our, f- our listeners that haven't heard how amazing you are, Uh, Jay, if like, uh, do you want to just uh, give a little synopsis of what those two peptides are and the the type of situations that they might be utilized?
2: Okay, well, they're both, we could broadly name them as repairing peptides. They repair pretty much everything, bone, ligament, tendons, athletes, that's what they use them mostly for. But then they repair uh, organs, liver, kidneys, heart, lungs, uh, even the brain. Uh, Pretty much everything uh, is touched by that regenerative or repairing uh, properties. Uh, So basically they have other activities like uh, they they grow back the dendrites of uh, nerve cells. very very fast that you know you start on the on the therapy of those peptides and in about three days you start you see to start those dendrites of nerve to regenerate or the uh, myelin around uh, the nerves that have been used in the MS therapies with amazing results Uh, it repairs pretty much everything sometimes slower sometimes faster it always depends on the gravity of the Condition the 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 actual organ or system that is is touched, but uh, you, you always mostly ninety eight percent of the time you'll see improvement, wow. uh, if okay. not total healing.
0: Can we go just a fraction deeper, JF, on the the mechanism of action? What these things are doing? I guess my my limited understanding is that these are both peptides that the body produces naturally. The, and and the, yeah. definitely the, B, the Does
1: the BPC, is that produced? Uh, BPC, I know the TP.
2: Well, there are fractions of proteins or bigger peptides that we produce naturally. Okay. So uh, BPC-157 is a fraction of a bigger um, a protein, I think, or peptide that is produced by the lining of the, the stomach, Yeah. basically in beta four, as it comes from a big protein that is produced by the immune system by the timers. So that big pro uh, protein, they started to isolate branches. So uh, it is a protein, but if you take a branch of it, it's a peptide. So they have in beta four, in alpha one. There is even a time as beta 10, a time as beta 15 that are very much more specific uh, activities that are not that useful, but mm-hmm. they, they do have activities. So basically, we produce them naturally. Uh, we just uh, take the part of the protein that we want that effect and we take more than we produce. So you, yeah. we increase that effect.
0: So you start with that dosage. 50 milligrams per day of the thymosin well, well, yeah <laughs> that,
2: that's an extreme not everybody here. right but i th- that was to show you how high you how can high you could go see results mm. but that was in like medical conditions like ms or yeah. right right Settle right, down, right. Tommy. So, somebody <laughs> who has a brain blood clot or you know it, life-threatening situations then you know you you go with all all, all of it
0: all guns blazing
2: um, for uh, general repair tendon ligaments again because your your crowd is well a lot of athletes you know you look at lower dosages but i'm not afraid not to go uh, like on day one you do uh, 10 milligrams or 20 of uh, thymazin beta 4 and 10 of bpc then day two to seven you know for a week you take 10 and five
1: okay
2: and basically at that point you would assess uh it's going do we keep going at that high dosage or because usually you start high because what you're treating brings about pain and people are not happy with that normal. So what you do is uh, take away most of that pain or, you know, bring it at least to a level that is more uh, sustainable. So you you go hard at the beginning, do that for a few days, then you assess. You say, okay, oh, the pain is gone. The inflammation is gone, is gone. So now we can take it easier uh go slower or not, depending. If a person mm. has a competition in a the month, then you know, you go with everything uh full. So, but then that's why. But after a week you assess what, what yeah. do you do?
0: So you do that and so we've got these compounds in the system and if you have an injury they're going to obviously help help the injury, but they're also going to be working on, you know, the liver and the brain and just anywhere in your in your system where there is some sort of inflammation could be the lining of your arteries or anything. It's just gonna go around and just start cleaning up. Weave little, its magic, to Little hotspots all across yeah. the body.
2: That's right. Uh, <laughs> what you see often is somebody would start the peptide therapy, let's say for a shoulder injury. And after a few weeks they say, yeah, my shoulder is okay. And you know what? I had that nagging pain in my knee and it's gone. Or I had that and it's gone. Uh, mm. You know, You see that very often.
1: So- so, Jay, this would be more in a scenario where perhaps something acute has happened and they've they've uh, inflamed right. something or some sort of injury. I think that's where you're going, Tommy. Mm. That's fascinating. And is it rule of thumb sort of, I mean, you set up to 50 and, and 20 for those two, so it sounds like you, whatever's within the budget, you front load and then taper off yeah. over the week and there's no exact, precise, you need to take this dose, it's sort of... Uh, case uh, dependent and also budget uh oh, well i dependent. Wish
2: there was one formula for everybody yeah. but uh, you know what i gave you like day one 2010 then day two to seven uh ten five. ten five that that could be used at, as a high dosage starting point not saying that let's say you don't have the budget and you Cut it, cut it in half. It's not. It's still gonna work. It's gonna yeah. take longer. That- but that that would be a, a good starting point if the budget is there. Yeah. And that's again that's why after a week you reassess yeah. and then you look what happened and a bit from experience you can tell. Okay, that was enough. Maybe that was too much or not enough. So, uh, yeah. experience uh, uh, at one point, you, you, you need to have some experience to assess
1: that. Yes. Uh, all right, a couple of questions. So, that is for an acute case. You, you mentioned yes. uh, we've reassessed you know seven to ten days later, had a look. Um, it's good, it's all sorted, that's it, done and dusted. Do you then linger the, the TB, BPC for a little bit longer to see it out? Or is that once you've uh alleviated the the acute situation that's it you stop the the peptide yeah the uh, and, same and, and, and way, what sort of
2: yes the same way i would continue if it's not totally healed yep if it's totally healed then you stop there is no point uh, to continue
1: cool and then uh what sort of things like is it just that the pain's still there that that you ascertain that okay well it's not resolved well, so.
2: okay let's say it was a shoulder injury then you do some testing you know range of motion right. uh, strength yeah. test compare the left and right you know those tests that uh, yep. any good uh, not doctor not even doctor but you know if a physiotherapist yep. or a good trainer will know uh, what to do to oh. assess okay cool yeah.
1: and then what about uh, so we step out of that situation we haven't actually got any acute injury, Tommy. But we're interested. We're, we're we've started a prep, maybe to a show or to a meet or something like that. And obviously, these these things are allowed to be utilised in in said sport or whatever you're doing, um, or a hard training block. You're coming into summer, whatever the the situation is. More of a preventative. Measure. Oh yeah. Um. How can we look at these? Because uh, I think we looked at your little uh, protocol online, and you do TB maybe a couple of times a year. I think as a as a preventative. Yeah, or
2: Depending on uh, if it's for sport, depend on the levels. Could be four times. Uh, actually, I like four times a year. Where Sorry. basically it's it would be a protocol that you know you train hard, you're at risk of injuries. Uh. Maybe you did something, a bad motion that didn't create an injury that you may not even feel yet because mm. maybe it's cumulative, you know, a bad habit doing some exercise. Yep. So basically, what you do is by doing it once in a while, you kind of heal what is becoming mm. like before it. it grows bigger. So you basically the expression you kill it in the egg so uh, yeah there is that preventive aspect of it that is very good and more so with athletes yeah. and so and
1: what sort of um if that if we were to we're on, on the subject of talking doses and mm. uh, we've already uh ascertained that more is better in this situation which i absolutely love jf <laughs> yeah. what well, sort of for, <laughs> <laughs> what what sort of doses for our listeners for, uh, that for,
2: for that, again, because you're not talking a huge uh, injury, you know, a little baby injury, if you could call it this way. So not as high dosages would be needed. And for that, yeah, I do have a typical protocol and it's easy. You do, let's say, three weeks every three months. You can decide that change of seasons or whatever yep. and what I like to do is maybe one milligrams of BPC 157 per day for 20 days okay. and uh, maybe one milligram of uh, yeah well I'm counting yeah one milligram of uh, time isn't beta for a day to one milligram of each for uh, 20 days you do that <clears throat> four times a year. That's a pretty solid protocol, uh, preventive protocol. Beautiful. Mm. And the big advantage of it, I always suggest people, since they're doing that, uh, let's heal the gut. So I tell them, take high dosages of glutamine during those uh, 20 days, and you're going to fix your gut. And you're going to do so every three months. So that's a great thing.
0: I love it. That sounds really nice. That's very good. Very good.
1: Okay, so that's uh, that's sort of uh, I guess the trend that you're seeing at the moment with the BPC and uh, TB. That was pretty cool discussing that, Tommy. Mm. What? Where do you want to go from here? Well, Some it, other?
0: What's new on the frontier, JF? Is there anything oh, hey.
1: e- exciting? Okay. <laughs> yeah.
2: Okay, I'll, I'll um, Alex. I'll, I'll I'll jump in now in a short uh, short explanation of what t- actual TB five hundred is, and time is in beta 4. Uh, for many, many years, you could use both terms. Uh, you were talking about the same thing, which was thymosin beta-4. Uh, but I believe it started with uh, horses. like A couple of decades ago, uh, those peptides, mm. TB-500, was used with uh, horses. They didn't care about their uh, intestinal permeability. It was just to fix their if they had uh, an injury. Uh, but time the, the real, if we can call it this way, TB500 is a fraction of thymazine beta 4. Thymazine beta 4 is a 43 amino acid. And if I'm not mistaken, is uh, TB500 is the amino acid 17 to 23 of mm-hmm. the thymazine beta 4. And that's the section of Timosin Beta 4 that works specifically, so to say, on uh, healing tissues like tendon, ligaments, and bones.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh,
2: so what's the advantage? You're gonna tell me why use TB 500 instead of Timosin Beta 4? Well, there are two. Uh, one that's much more specific. Okay. Uh, But it's cheaper because it's a shorter amino acid, so, you know, it costs a bit less uh, to make. And two, because it's smaller, you get about six to exactly six point something times more molecule of the peptide per milligrams. So you increase that healing effect by that much. Per right. milligram. So uh, it would be to say, if you were to use twenty milligrams of uh, thymain beta four, you would get the same specific bone or ligament healing with six times less because you know it's smaller, so you pack more in the milligram. So to say, you know it has to do with yeah. molar weight and all that. but basically you you got much more molecule of the peptide in one milligram. So it makes it much more cost-efficient eff- uh, both ways, more molecule and cheaper to make. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now people are starting. Uh, uh, I try to educate people uh, on that. I, I'm uh, in a few Facebook groups where I did a few like podcasts like that, but for those groups. And, and I explained that and people are more and more awake, so aware. So more and more, now the tendency is to use time as in beta 4, which is the one is used for more broad uh, right. <clears throat> healing. And TB, uh, the, the actual TB500, uh, at this point, I don't know of anybody who's selling it anymore. We made a little batch. Uh, We're going to start to sell it, more to test and to see if it's that much efficient, but uh, everybody now, either they get it from China or do it really synthesize it, whatever, it's always time is in metaphor that you'll uh, find uh, being sold, even when it says TB500. Right. This time is better
1: for. And that's going to be the more systemic. Everything's going to get the effect.
2: Exactly. You know, nervous system, uh, guts, uh, everything. That,
1: yeah. It sounds like um, if it was in combination with the BPC one five seven, it would be a good. Because you're getting the the very specific uh, tendon. Well,
2: it, it it turns out that every fraction there is five, four or five fraction you can break down time as in beta four, in four or five fraction that have very specific uh, activities. And me, the way I see it is it the the best thing would be to use both TB five hundred and time as in beta four. Uh, Because I I believe, you know, why get rid of all those other benefits? Of course, you have, uh, let's say, a elbow injury, you really want to fix it. So you can play with ratios. You could say, okay, uh, that's an acute thing. I want to fix that. I have a competition in a month. Then you could go 75 percent TB 500, 25 percent time as in beta four. If. You're more into sports but health at the same time, then you could go 50 50 to heal that injury. Or uh, you see, then yeah. it depends on the yep. person calls, but then you that, that that's a good thing now that and those other fraction eventually we're gonna make them so you can play with that, you can kind of tweak
1: nice.
2: the therapy. So, yeah, that's, that's a new trend, uh, actually, in peptides, to use fractions of uh, many peptides. Right. Like melanotan-2, they found out that the last three amino acids, it's the KPV peptide, uh, is uh, because they found that melanotan-2 was very uh, anti-inflammatory. Right. But yeah. to get a real anti-inflammatory effect, uh you know most people using it would be black by right now <laughs> so
1: so larry finnett larry Vinet. <laughs> they
2: isolate that three uh, peptide sequence and you take it by itself and you get only the anti-inflammatory effect and there is a big trend in not trying to go find okay which part and break it down and so you can pinpoint uh, therapies
1: that's mm-hmm. interesting yes mm-hmm. the um and beta 4 would that be um, fall into the the way you're describing it there that systemic effect start going into that anti-aging type uh, territory is this is this of something course. that you could look at that you know Tommy we want to live to okay. 180 so uh, if you
2: want uh, to, to dive into anti-aging that's that's a big uh, hole <laughs> Uh, I was at uh, IPS, International Peptide Conference, this summer, and a uh, great conference. You know, I'm learning everything, too, you know, I, I don't know do everything. Yeah. And Dr. Seeds was giving most of the con- conferences. Uh, very colorful man. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But... Uh, Basically, he has one good, assu- one good assumption. That's not the only one, but that one I loved. And basically, aging is the the, the source of aging is senescent cells. It's senescent. You know, a cell that stop. That's what the senescent cell is. It stopped doing what it's supposed to do, yep. but it doesn't die. It's just there. Yep not doing what it's supposed to do, but doing bad things. Meaning it excrete things that are not good for you. It starts producing a badly folded proteins, So those proteins, they are useless or they do things they're not supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And that's what is kind of aging. You accumulate those senescent cells. But he went further, and I like his approach, that basically any disease can be approached as a form of senescence, cancer, anything. Uh, because when you look at the cell level, you have the same mechanism. So if you approach a cancer as a bunch of senescent cells, then the protocols start to look all similar, anti-aging, anti-disease. And it makes sense. You know, if you're healthy, you, you, don't, you shouldn't die, you're healthy. <laughs> yeah. mm. Basically, that this is it. You, you know, when you, you die old, that's because something bad happened to you, you know, you, some disease. Mm. But if you can prevent those diseases, chances are you're going to live longer, at least. I'm mm. not saying not die, but yes, you will live longer and better.
1: The better bit sounds good too. Yeah, better clothing. Uh,
2: it's more important to me than longer. The, yes. The better the- yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. yeah. Right, Rodden, Should we have a look at some of the growth hormone releasing? Yeah. Peptides? Yeah. Let's. Uh, we, uh, we this was a to- top- <laughs>
1: topic we wanted to delve into. uh JF. Yeah. So, uh, our listeners would probably be aware that um, growth hormone is a is a peptide, and then we've got the the secretagogues that uh, the GHRPs, the CJC. Uh, the immaparellin, Um, Do you want to just sort of give our listeners a bit of a, a an insight into what these... Yeah, know, break down what these secretagogues are and then how they compare to growth hormone itself. Are they as uh, good, pros, cons, any, uh, that sort of okay. stuff would be cool. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: well, growth hormone is secreted by the pituitary gland. Most people know that by now. So as you go older you secrete less, but not because you cannot secrete more, but because the stimulation decreases, Uh, saying that if you take an old man, 80 years old, very low growth hormone secretions and you stimulate that gland to secrete, bang, it's going to secrete like when he was 20, the gland always can produce and secrete growth hormone. So that's why we have those growth hormone secretagogues. So uh, uh, if you fall into the category of the hormonal replacement therapy, basically what it does is that it makes your pituitary start to secrete growth hormone again at youthful levels when you were 25, for example, or 30. That, that's a good age uh, level to, to, to aim at. So, bang, it start again. So the same way somebody would replace, we cannot do that with testosterone, you know, bring back uh, the testicle to, to produce again. Uh, not for a long period. Uh, the, there are no good products long term. So, you know, you take testosterone, bring back youthful level, and there you go. So with growth hormone secretagogue, you can bring back growth hormone levels very easily to youthful uh, levels. So now you are asking me differences, per se, between taking shots of straight-up growth hormone or growth hormone secretagogue. Yeah. Uh, well, there is, because it turns out that the growth hormone stimulating uh, hormone and peptides have their own activities in the body and dependent from growth hormone, the stimulation of growth hormone release, meaning that if somehow you would inhibit that growth hormone release, but still take those peptides, you will have positive effects because they have receptors, not only in the pituitary, they have receptors in pretty much every tissue of the body. So they have a positive effect on the bone, on the muscle, on the brain, on the liver. They work everywhere. Plus, they stimulate your growth hormone uh, secretion. So by taking a, a GHRP uh, and GHRH, uh, you get two things happening. You get the, the, the secretion of growth hormone, so increased level of growth hormone, and specific action of those peptides, independent of. So now that they sum up, so you have a stronger overall effect. Uh, the only time at this point, uh, sorry, uh, that I would use both is uh, when uh, you want supraphysiological level of growth hormone because those peptides there is so much they can do you know there's so much your pituitary gland can secrete yeah. and i understand that in the uh for some athletes they want more but i wouldn't give away the the secretagogues. i would still probably i use i would use less because it's not a good idea to use too much of the secretagogues because you can uh Uh, shut down the receptors. Let's say you do it three, four times a day. It's not a good idea. Once a day, no problem. So I would still use a secretagogue to go get those extra effects. And then to get that higher level of growth hormone, yeah, I would throw in actual growth hormone. But for most people that are health-oriented, if only the the secretagogues are are plenty to bring uh, youthful levels of growth hormone
1: fascinating i'm curious just to unpack that a tiny bit before we move on from yeah, this one yeah. tommy like okay so we have receptors for the ghrp the cjc's uh in other uh-huh. tissue like what's i mean if we don't take the secretagogues, what's stimulating those receptors normally or is it just the receptor that the secret uh, can bi- bind to
2: because the ghrh have uh very and GHRP are they have uh, that the, it's two different class of receptors but the um, uh, the ghrelin the hunger hormone yeah it's kind of similar and uh, that's why if you have high ghrelin levels you that will increase your growth hormone secretions yeah but your appetite will increase the same way around the, the first generation growth hormone releasing uh, uh, peptides like uh, ghrp2 ghrp6 mm. uh, would increase uh, dramatically appetite yes. they were yes. aiming at the pituitary but they had an effect on the ghrelin receptors right. yes. uh, so that's why you have kind of a crossover of uh, effects but uh, the ghrh uh, where do they have look they work on proliferation of normal and uh, cells they work on the on the all reproductive system of men and women Uh, they work on the pancreas uh, the um, on the survival of the b cell that produce insulin so it could It's good there. It's cardioprotective. Immune system, decrease inflammation, wound healing. And those are not effects of the growth hormone. There are effects of the actual peptides. Uh, The um, reduction of, uh, oh yeah, that's a good one. Uh, Reduction of visceral fat. And it, you know it's not drastic but it makes some of the white fat to become brown you know that's yeah, uh, yeah. so very yeah, uh, metabolically active so it it does all that independently from the growth hormone secretion and then you have the growth hormone secretion that does all those things too yeah, yeah
1: like double whammy so so, so what, it's a,
2: it's a two for one basically that, that's a
1: yeah. a fascinating way to look at it um, jf told mm. me it's sort of like Unless you're, again, for reasons athletes want to take super physiological, you pretty much, you don't really need to take growth hormone. You,
0: the the secretagogues are, will provide No, you're not. That's a lot cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that paints a very nice picture. Very good. Jay, if you mentioned hormone replacement therapy, I know we have a lot of listeners to the podcast, Roden, who... Um, what are you looking at me for? <laughs> I'll look back at you, Cam. <laughs> look, uh, 1,000 milligrams a week is testosterone <laughs> replacement therapy. <laughs> <clears throat> utilise testosterone replacement therapy. Roden and I had made a few notes before the podcast. We wanted to ask about a few things related to that. Are there some peptides that would work synergistically with um, testosterone replacement therapy?
2: i get that question a lot you know is there any peptide I, I, from even from people who wear on steroids they want to get off and they say okay is there any peptide therapy that i yeah. could do to replace I, no no maybe there will be one day but at this point you know there is a few peptides like the mechanical growth factor peptides yeah. well uh, igf1 is is uh, is kind of a peptide that's different but you know the the mainstream peptides they they have some effect. Nah. Yeah, I, yeah. You know, I wouldn't I mean, count on that. <laughs> what
0: about the um, obviously you know if you are using the hormone replacement therapy, your your natural testosterone production from the testicles will come down. Anything to help the the volume of the testes and volume of well, uh... there
2: is the, yeah, there is a few. Uh, well, the the classical. Uh, Human uh, HCG. HCG, yep. yep. You could do, you know, a couple of shots a week, small dosages. Uh, actually, you have to because it's uh, it's very easy to uh, don't regulate the uh, receptors. So let's say you would do like 500 units, uh, 5,000 units twice a week, and within a few weeks, it's, <laughs> it wouldn't work. You, you have to look at very small, like 250, 300 mm-hmm. micrograms. Yep. Uh, two three times a week that's plenty. that's gonna do the job. yeah And there are like there is one the TSH. It's thyroid stimulating hormone yeah uh, It's a peptide but uh, it it does uh, raise LH and LSH too. And some people actually they use it to uh, kind of kick start their uh, testicles.
1: TSH
2: but the the only uh uh, well the name of it Mm -hmm. it's it's one i never looked much into because one of the main side effects it raises a lot cortisol and prolactin and you know uh, you don't want that much Let, let, let me find the right name for this one
1: Fascinating, Tom. So, there's, uh, there's hope for your testicles yet. There's going to be some <laughs> robust gonads down there in no time yes, at all. Yes, yes.
0: Voluminous. Some voluminous ejaculate. <laughs> <laughs> your scrotum will be worth well, uh, that, that, bursting at the seams.
2: <laughs> that if you increase. Okay, when you take HCG, that stimulates only the uh, cells and the testicles that produce testosterone, right? Yep. But because they're so interlinked with the other cells that produce the uh, spermatozoids, yep. that if you stimulate one, the other one will start to pick up too. They say, okay. well, this guy is you know, moving, so I'll move too. So you will have not as much, but yeah, there is kind of an interaction and in direct. It's called tyrotropin, I'm sorry, TRH.
0: Thyrotropin,
2: but that's uh, that's one I would be careful tweaking with that I wouldn't base my therapy on that but maybe to kickstart the process do it for a, a few weeks to kickstart everything mm. yeah that, mm-hmm. uh, that could work
0: it's interesting the crossover with the, the HCG Tom yes the yes. FSH and LH get a bit of a bump. I can see the thyrotropin is uh, is available on the CANLAB's website, so it's... It in, is, it we it started,
2: is uh, it's not sold much because people have no clue, and myself, it's kind of new to me, mm-hmm. so I really didn't dive into the yeah. ins and outs of that one, Okay. so I just mention it now if people want to look into yeah. it by themselves, but I, I, I cannot say much yet about this one. What okay.
0: about uh, hair loss? jf anything for that yeah perhaps yeah the...
2: i love a lot of people lose hair mm. well you meant peptides right yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. pe- pe- yeah there peptide, are peptides there uh, are peptides okay hair loss has many steps like air growth so you you know there are three steps again we make the peptides now they are not on the website yet but we we, we synthesize them uh because at the beginning, I wanted to offer the whole protocol and all that, but then I don't want to be known as the ErLA specialist, so I said we're just gonna sell them and you know you work out the pro- well, well, the protocol will give it, but you know you you you're on your own after that. Uh, but there is a whole protocol that it's pretty solid now. Most uh, people using those peptides, in the u.s a lot of clinics now have amazing results but it's a mix of prp in, in the scalp and that one peptide that was discovered in korea about uh, a year and a half ago and it kind of uh, revived dead follicles makes them little zombies you know they were dead and back they're back alive <laughs> mm-hmm. But that's zombie not enough. You, you have to support the, the following processes. So uh, you're looking at uh, subcutaneous uh, injection of thymusin beta-4 in the scalp and of one that's called timulin zinc. It's a timulin uh, peptide with a zinc attached to it. Uh, I'm saying that because uh, timulin, that's another uh, thymus peptide. That is very good for the immune system. But uh, okay, there, there is this one, and there is another one, maybe you heard of the GHK peptide with copper. But, and people, they have been injecting GHK with copper for years. And they're all gonna tell you it's amazingly painful injections. And uh, people stop because of that. But the point is, you don't need to inject the GHK with copper. You inject only the peptide GHK. And once in the blood, in the blood it will find its own copper uh, that you right. uh, stuck in the albumin. So it's going to bind to copper to become GHK copper and have its activity. But the big trend started because at the beginning, uh, you see it in creams. And obviously the GHK peptide won't find copper on the surface of the skin, so you have to attach it to apply on the skin. So timulin, it's the same thing. If you inject timulin, it will find zinc in your blood and attach to it to have that activity. But if you do it in the scalp, you won't find zinc there, so you have to attach it. And, you know, it's the okay, same right. peptide. Yes, People yeah. wonder, you know, they heard about timulin. Now I come with timulin zinc. It's the same peptide to which zinc is attached. Okay, so yeah. it's a combination of time beta Four timulin with zinc and that PTM. Uh, I don't remember the exact name peptide uh, that used in a good timing, in a good sequence uh, with PRP, I think, at the beginning. You have basically hair uh, regrowth. Okay. And
0: And the PRP uh, is the uh, platelet-rich plasma therapy. So they draw your own blood, put it in the centrifuge, get the plasma, and but I'll I'll reinject that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Does the
1: you mentioned the tyrosine beta four there? Would just maybe uh, some use of that periodically have some benefit to hair? Do you think? Ah.
2: I have some people that said that they notice a difference when okay. they use time as in beta four. But I wouldn't I didn't see a high percentage of people using it, having that effect. Uh, well, wow. we could come, we could talk a bit if we have time about the local effect of peptides. I I, I said it many uh, in, in many podcasts before. Peptides do have a local effect, meaning that, let's say you have a knee injury within the knee uh, articulation Mm. and you do an infiltration where you inject the peptide within, like straight at the injury uh, site, yes, you will have a local effect. Why? Because the peptide uh, has... you said before is attracted to those inflammatory factors and you put it next to it so before it starts to go attached all over the place it sees those and bang they all go there so you have a higher concentration in that area but you need to be right there not close to you need to be right there and that's what People get mistaken. They say, "Oh, I have uh, elbow injury, so I did my sub Q injection near, very near."
1: Yeah.
2: Well, no, it doesn't cut it. It's near is not in, inside. Mm. So, so, it's the same thing. You, if you inject it at the scalp, where exactly okay. you want it to have an effect, then you have, you will have a much more potent effect than if, you, let's say, you shoot it in the belly, and some of it will get there. But it's you have different levels of action uh, at that point.
1: Yeah. Okay, fascinating. Um, what about uh, while we're sort of picking, <laughs> picking uh, situations where peptides could help? This is a common one in my world, and maybe in yours as well, Tommy, but uh, for those that have lost uh, a lot of fat, a lot of loose skin, um mm. any uh like to me the the wow. collagen and doesn't growth hormone and peptides have an impact on that like what if anything uh, could the, help the
2: ghk peptide i uh, i would go on a do- double approach uh, with the same peptide i would inject the ghk peptide uh which is great for uh collagen uh repairing tightening and and anti-aging you know it uh uh, they're still counting, but they found that it uh, triggers over a thousand genes in the body. And that, those are only the one they know. And every month they say, oh, it does this too. Like, it's an amazing peptide, anti-aging health-wise. So, but on the skin, again, it was first found to have an effect, a uh, strong effect on the skin. So I would do both. I would inject it to have that deep effect on, on the, the, the skin tissues yeah. and I would apply a GHK with copper on the areas you want to tighten up.
1: Okay, mm-hmm. okay. so that you can buy that in a cream, can you?
2: Uh, some companies sell it in, in cream already or you just buy the, the, the powder uh, and, and mix it with your favorite cream yeah 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 fascinating usually it's uh two three percent is the 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 concentration you need in a cream uh, when you talk about a cream let's say two percent that would be two milligrams per ml you know the yeah. percent, cream yeah. percentage solid to the liquid that's Two milligrams per ml, or, or two grams per liter.
0: Okay. Yeah. And would that kind of thing work for uh, fine lines and and uh, yeah, okay? Right. Oh no, yeah, Ooh. woman, woman, <laughs> Men too. Yeah.
2: yeah. Okay. <laughs>
0: and, and the GH, the GHK
1: peptide is is easily available. That's uh, not a an exotic one. A lot of places would do that. Do you do that at CanLab?
2: Yeah. Uh, we actually, we only sell the G H K peptide. It's uh, very inexpensive, and uh, many, many com- most uh, not most, but a lot of peptide companies sell it. Yeah.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. There it is. Yeah. Okay. Very good. I tell you what, JF, your uh, your website looks good. There's a lot of um, there's a lot of products on there, and we Roden and I were doing a bit of a comparison price-wise with um, probably one of the better websites in Australia that I've purchased some peptides from before, and they're very well-priced on your website as well, JF. I guess the one concern would be uh, shipping into into Australia.
2: I I, I ship to Australia all the time. The only restriction is, for Australia, it's very specific. You have the toughest uh, customs.
1: Is
2: one it has to be obviously personal use. When they see, like, let's say, you order 30 vials of beta 4 they're buying. They're gonna ask for your company number, import numbers, a bunch of questions. They they will stop it. Mm-hmm. But usually, what is kind of personal use, they let it go through. Because you know, um, my company is very legit and some people they ask, oh, can you relabel? No, I, we don't do that. We declare what's in it and as it is, and it goes through. Except SARMs, they don't let them through anymore. Yep. And the growth hormone secretagogues. Right, okay. Specifically, but BPC-157, TB-500 uh, or TB-4, they go through, I'm not saying huge volumes, but every week we have uh, okay. a few orders from Australia. They go in New Zealand, no problem. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Awesome.
0: Uh, well, that's good to know.
1: And and for our, uh do you want to give, uh, I mean, we'll give those details at the end, I suppose, for CanLab. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. I'm interested with the uh, skin tightening, because that's uh, a common with a, the, a lot of the women, Tommy, that have, um, you know, had, no, had little babies. The, the, and... I don't know. Yeah.
2: I don't know we have still time but there is one peptide i would like to talk about shortly Yes, it's called yeah. mots c
0: what's it called sorry
2: m-o-t-s dash yep. okay. c that's okay. a mitochondrial it's coded by the uh, mitochondrial uh, dna not by the cell dna so it's a very specific mitochondrial uh, mitochondrial peptide mm-hmm. And they're just, first it was brought up front because the researcher, they were looking for a kind of a cure for metabolic syndrome. You know, high yep. blood pressure, yeah, insulin resistance, and what's the third one? I always forget. Uh, high lipid levels. Yeah, cholesterol. Cholesterol. So it works great for that. But they found out so many more effects. And, uh, for, okay, for example, uh, this year I did twice uh, NAD plus IV therapies. I loved it. But then I did uh, a few weeks of MUDC. And it's like NAD plus on steroids. <laughs> it's, whoa, that's... That's another level. In terms of energy, in terms of... uh, It does raise NAD+, but it does so many... It it kind of revs up the mitochondria, but big time. Uh, You're energetic. Uh, Athletes are... you uh, Actually, I first derivate dosages. I had no clue last year what kind of dosages would be used for that peptide. And but through the grapevine, then I've learned that athletes were already jumped on it because it wasn't tested. And yeah. uh, I think improved performance big time, it improves everything. Uh, one of the great things is uh, it, uh, it makes you very insulin sensitive. Uh, okay.
0: Just because you'd be utilizing energy so much more efficiently, utilizing fuel more efficient exactly
2: exactly yeah. and uh it works at, at so many levels uh, we, we, we could do a whole podcast only on that peptide so wow. I, I won't extend too much mm. but if people are interested look into that one and it's anti-aging they found out you know those japanese people in uh in japan that <laughs> lives over 100 years they found out that they have higher than normal but sea levels wow. and they now these people they start to think researcher it might be because they live old because of that mm-hmm. peptide it's one of the main anti aging peptide now uh, it's 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 new so we still don't know everything it does. Looking
0: on your website now, JF, there's the uh, the MOTS C and humanin. H- humanin. That's H- another
2: H- mitochondrial H- peptide okay, that so- too, they found. Anti-aging research, they found that the mice, they, to, they would give them humanin would live like 20-30% longer. Okay. Uh, it doesn't give you that kind of energy feeling you get from the mud but okay. it has so many benefits. And there is one research researchers with human he started to tweak with the peptide. He said, OK, if I replace this amino acid with this one, what happened? And he made a list. So you start at the top of the list. And I did this, made the peptide useless. So useless, useless, useless and then bang. There is one tweak he did on uh, position 14 where he, he switched an amino acid there. And he found out that that tweak made that peptide a thousand times more neuroprotective than the original.
0: Wow. Right.
2: So that's, that's the one you get yeah. for your brain. And I had clients using it. You know, they have brain fogs for years. Nothing would work. You know, and they started to use it. Bang. Uh, everything came back in a matter of days, big time. Um hmm. uh, so that's another great, great uh, mm-hmm. mitochondrial peptide then. And-
1: M- more- what see i think tommy's
2: made a few notes
0: there yes yeah, so, so, so that's the human and that you're talking about there but the mot c yeah that's it,
2: why if you see the one that we sell it's human h yeah that's the modified version that yeah. is way more neuroprotective than the original yeah. peptide
0: and if we go back to just the mot c on its own the mot, mm. MOT c human sequence which you also have on your website there on its own if we were to use that for the mitochondrial function and the energy, uh, what sort of dosage protocol uh, are we depends. looking at?
2: It uh, depends. Right now, the, the protocol, okay, somebody would want to lose a lot of weight, you put them on a diet, exercise, then you put them on Matsy. It's about about, for everybody, about 25 milligrams a week. 25 to 30 milligrams a week. So you would take like one shot a day for six days, five or six days a week for a month. And then you would do one or two shots of five milligrams per week to continue. You would kind of really saturate and kickstart the system for a month, then maintain those levels with one or two shots per week following up. It has to do a lot with body weights, too. If you have a woman that weighs 150 pounds, wants to go down to 130, then you would go on the lower side. If you have a man that weighs 300 pounds, then you go on the higher dosages. Okay.
1: I mean, you mentioned there uh, brain fog, and uh, that sort of got uh, reminded Tommy and I of… I know Tom loves uh, dabbling in a little modafinil and uh, and nic- nicotine gum to try and enhance cognition and cognitive function, peptides mm-hmm. to Peppi LePew's to uh, actually help with uh, cognition. Anything? I mean, it sounds like most would enhance that to some degree. But there's anything specific you can take for uh, you know inc- clarity and uh, cognition and uh, brain function?
2: The most potent. Right now, for that, it's not a peptide. Uh, it's called dihexa. D i h e x a. Dihexa.
1: dihexa. Uh, okay.
2: It's uh, it's seven times more neuroprotective than the stronger neuroprotective that was known up to now. And, you know, when you say neuroprotection, it's not only protection, it's repair, it's everything. You know, neuroprotection includes neuroreparative, includes all that. It's like rebuild the brain, fix the brain, protect the brain. It's all included in that term of neuroprotective. Yep. Uh, one of the first article, if you Google it, one of the first article that's going to pop out, your the title, of the uh, article is new compound that increases neural connections so it doesn't improve only the activity of the neurons it improves their interconnections between the, the neurons so for some people, that's the definition of memory and intelligence.
1: <laughs> yeah. Basically,
2: yeah. That, that increased numbers of connection. It's not all of it, but it's a big part of it. So it does increase those uh, connections. And it's, it's so new. Uh, I couldn't tell, but I'm going to start to try. That's something that... Uh, in the year before he died, Charles Polican and I were discussing, because when you go older, you know, I'm sure you've seen bodybuilders or strongmen or power lifter, they get into their 40s and their 50s, and for any reason, they won't lose or they'll be able to keep their muscle mass, but their strength will go down. Mm. So, because strength is not modulated only by the the muscle mass. It's too modulated by the nervous system. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you have a slow, uh, I wouldn't say degeneration, but it's kind of the generation of your nervous system that comes with age, you can take all the compounds you want to maintain the muscle mass. That won't stop that nervous degeneration. So now, if a compound like the hexa that rebuild connections, then it's probably with help to
0: not mm, lose yeah.
2: that strength.
0: Absolutely. Di-hexal. So,
2: but that's so new. Nobody have tried it. I'm gonna try to uh, do some personal experiments with people around me to uh, to see with uh, if something can be done in that sense with that compound.
0: Very interesting, Very Keep interesting. Keep your eyes peeled for that one. Yeah, we've covered a nice, uh, nice spread of yeah, uh, broad spectrum of uh, topics today, It's very exciting. Got JF, it. if people want to, what what are the details for the website? Um, Canlab? Yes, I know they can. Well, it's, it's
2: it's it's listen, it's not a it's it's a web store because some people they write to me and they say, yeah, you don't give nothing you know i say no it's a web store we just sell by the time you get there you should know what to do (laughs) yeah but if you want a bit more information i have a facebook page for canlab you Mm -hmm. just search on facebook canlab and i'm not much of a writer so it's I don't write much there either, but there is a bit of information or if there is a new relevant article that comes out, I'll post it there. So, or a new product that's coming out, then I'll put it there so they can keep up with what's happening a bit. If they have some, and questions. <laughs> I, I don't mind answering questions through the web page, uh, the web store or the Facebook page. But if listeners don't ask questions that need a book chapter for an answer. You know, if it's a yes, no, maybe I don't know kind of answer, I'm, I'll answer. But, you know, I don't have time to write long, long text or, mm. you know, people, they write like a page. They say, oh. At age five, I had this accident, and by age 12, I had this. Now I'm 43, I have that. And they give me their own medical history and they want, no, 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 no. Mm. I, I, I don't have time for that. Mm. But you know, if you have questions about the products or, you know, that it's easy. Any mm. question that requires a short answer, I will answer it gladly. Mm. If you go into things that require, long answers or uh, precise answers in terms of protocols, mm. no, that, mm. that's why I do, consults. do you know, a consult. i trying yeah. to sell it, but you know, uh, mm. at that point if I have to take an hour to answer that question, well, go through the consult and you mm. know, we'll on Skype and we'll discuss uh, the mm. conditions. Uh, but otherwise uh, yeah i i'm glad to answer to mm. those uh, two things and uh if people are interested i do about twice a month i do little podcast uh, i'm in a few groups like peptide for health and biohacking i don't know what i could send you the links the facebook links you know you're free to join the those groups and in one of them I do every twice a month a little podcast where I kind we kind with the administrator it's not my they're, they're not my groups where we kind of gather all the, the questions and instead of repeating all the time the same uh, answers yeah then you know I do a short podcast where I answer those things or clarify things or whatever so you know people like that
1: that yeah, and, and of course, if you're in Orlando, Tommy, you can um, shout him out for a coffee and like what you and yeah, I did. Yeah, my
2: father-in-law
1: lives there. That's so right. <laughs> but i bu- Buy you a coffee. I bought him a coffee and I picked his brain for about an hour. It was fantastic. It cost me like three bucks. But you have to go to Orlando. <laughs> that's, to the, go, that's, yeah, that's the yeah, caveat. Yeah, you got to yeah, go to his yeah, neck yeah, of the yeah. woods. But, right. uh, awesome. So consults, CanLab, order your bits and pieces off there, yep. short questions, Facebook groups. Yep. Uh, that all sounds uh, pretty good. Anything else uh, in the pipeline coming up? I know you've done uh, quite a few well, um, co- um, uh, with Bpack. Uh, you've done some podcasts. You have got a few more in the pipe coming up.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, probably at the beginning of next year, I'll have a few other uh, podcasts coming up. Uh, I'm 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 holding back a bit uh, for two reasons. One because, and uh, right now we're going through that. We're back order on a bunch of products. We couldn't. Uh, But now we're fixing that problem, we're getting bigger machines to put in vials, so that problem will be solved. And two, because at one point you have to come with new information and uh, we're doing some uh, lab testing in this month and before the end of the year. So I I want to come up with some uh, hard numbers, you know, to say this is this, this is that. So uh, once I've got we, we've got those numbers, then uh, I'll come out and and probably next year I'm going to start to give more conferences, uh, starting in the U.S. I guess and Canada and by Australia is uh,
1: absolutely is on the list. You heard uh, it first here, song? Uh, mm. We'll get a petition if uh, they want yeah. JF down under. We'll get <laughs> That's great. Wants talk. to work on a tan.
0: <laughs> so uh, that'll yeah, be good.
2: very good
1: absolutely awesome well i must say you do look uh i think he looks a little younger than the last time we spoke to him yes. so clearly the pepi lapuz are working for you Jay. oh
2: well yeah. talking of that yeah there is one pet, but that one is ridiculously expensive it's called fox04 dri and basically it kills senescent cells and right. i did a short course of it and i don't know people told me that they noticed a the difference i don't know i don't see it <laughs> but i've been told yeah that's another peptide we could talk about another time but listen there is so many and because that podcast was mainly driven by your questions then you know i didn't get into many things but uh there is material for many many podcasts and Mm. uh it's 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 really growing amazingly I'm still amazed as of today. That's what's happening every week. It's like wow, yeah. wow well, all the time. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, if you, if there are all these uh, all these great doctors out or scientists out there just going through the different fractions and trying the different sequences, mm-hmm. there'll just be things popping up for the rest of time. Yeah. Uh,
2: what awesome. if it continues like that? I'm telling you, five years, ten at the most, you're gonna go see a doctor and. of what you will prescribe will be peptides.
0: Mm.
2: Uh, Matt Cook in California, he said it in his last podcast with Ben Greenfield, and he told me in person uh, about a month ago I was there. He has been working with stem cells for six years with amazing results. Now, he believes that he gets better results with peptide therapies than with stem cells in more than 80% of those cases.
0: Hmm. Wow. Great. The, the proof's in the pudding top. Yeah, very exciting stuff. All right. Well, we're out of time. JF, we thank you very much for your time. Absolutely. Uh, no, once thanks, again.
2: Thanks it's to you again. Amazing,
0: <laughs> very exciting. I've got a list of things that I just want just to get You're on. You want to put an order on? Yeah.
1: Let's, let's, let's wrap it up so we yeah. can <laughs> place that order at CanLab. <laughs> yeah. See if it goes through customs. Yeah, exactly. 30 of everything.
2: <laughs> great alright JF we'll
1: talk soon mate okay sir thanks for your time thanks for yeah, your time man bye bye
2: bye
0: bye Bye-bye. Bye-bye. bye look it's always such a pleasure talking to JF yep how exciting Roden I'm pumped just to get on a variety of different you're pumped because you're pumped full of peppies. that's what you're pumped with and just extend life and mm. you know like become like a biohacker yeah I think that's
1: what have you picked how, how old do you want to live I'm thinking hunch 20.
0: Yeah, I was going to s- say hunch 10, 20, something like that, yeah. yeah.
1: But kicking on right up to 120 Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. I'll still be playing cricket. I'll still be on Tinder and Bumble, one, yeah. 110. <laughs> you absolutely will. I'll be
1: fine. I mean, that would have to be uh, plenty
0: of fish probably at that stage. Yeah. The for the older ducks. Right. Yeah, you're a real. You're a real platform connoisseur. Uh, connoisseur. Connoisseur. Yes, yes. Uh, okay. I would recommend to the listener, if they're interested in peptides, to go to canlab.net. That's uh, JF's website. Mm-hmm. The peptides that aren't uh, subject to import restrictions and stuff like that, you can get quite readily from CanLabs. Yes. And it's, it's at a, a very decent price.
1: Yeah, compared to what uh,
0: you had paid previously. Yeah, yep, and they're legit. Um, Rawdon, some exciting stuff about the future of peptides there with the uh, this, this finding fractions of. Mm. So, you know, go into the thymus and amino acid chain and pick out little fractions yeah. and test Give it and a tweak. see if you can get a more specific, more targeted thing, yeah. like organ specific. Crazy. Yeah. Oh. All organ specific. We
1: were talking 12 inches before we <laughs> went on. <laughs> yeah.
0: And I'll uh, trial that one. See bio method. I'll leave it to you, mate. Okay. All right, so that's that. So that's that, Jay. Very good. Great, great. So we got
1: some. Uh, we won't give dates again, but we got Tazzy coming up, Sydney yeah. coming up with the Evil Genius. That's if you're interested, exciting. message, pester us.
0: Mm-hmm. That's very very
1: cool. And I think uh, that's pretty much it. We're uh, we're back. Here
0: we are. Yeah. yeah. I how, how do they get oh. in contact with you, mate?
1: Uh, Insta, Facey,
0: the Dubois mm-hmm. method, or Auden Dubois, If they want to message me there, nice. messenger. What about yourself? TomHewitt.com.au. Actually, I've updated my website. There's new Ooh, stuff on there. There's links content. to uh, there's links to a SoundCloud uh, audio channel as well. <laughs> Beautiful. You can hear some stuff. All right. Have a great day. Uh,